0: Tale of the Manticore Bonus material number one The story so far What follows over the next few minutes is not an episode of Tale of the Manticore. I thought it might be helpful, not only to listeners, but for myself, to create a special super-summary micro-release every 10 episodes. The story has already achieved enough complexity to give me occasional continuity heartburn, and we're really just getting started. So, as I mentioned, I've decided to release one of these every 10 episodes. But I haven't decided yet whether I'll make this a serial thing, or a cumulative thing, or if I'll do it in batches. I'm sure as we approach episode 20, I'll put out a call on social media and ask listeners what they would prefer. If you're solid with the story so far, you can skip the content that follows. If you'd like a refresher, I know I would, then listen on. The story opens with an introduction to its first main characters, Kagan the Fighter, Umura the Magic User, Soli the Dwarf, and Gyrios the Cleric. They begin the tale as prisoners of some goblin slavers and are being force-marched to some point of sale. On the way, the group is attacked by a young ogre who kills or drives off the goblin captors. Although the ogre kills two of the prisoners, the rest of the group manages to survive when Eridine, a thief, slips her bonds and, before taking off into the woods alone, leaves behind a dagger with which they cut themselves free. Next, the party tries to put some distance between themselves and the ogre Before they get too far, they are attacked by three giant spiders. But luck is on their side, and they kill all of the spiders before any of them are poisoned. The party presses on, and just before nightfall, discovers a river. From the river, they spot, and then investigate, a ruined tower. Sully discovers a secret trapdoor, concealed under a pile of rotting lumber. Under that trapdoor is a passage that leads under the ruined tower. The party follows it, and discovers a pair of goblins and a human wizard. A battle ensues in which Kagan is magically blinded and nearly killed, and in which Umura falls under the thrall of the enemy wizard and tries to murder Gyrios, but the group manages to prevail. Next, the party investigates a room under the tower and tends to their wounds. Their investigation is interrupted by a knocking from behind a very small door set in the stone wall. Opening the door, the party finds none other than the girl who had abandoned them to fend for themselves with the ogre. Her name is Eredin. Gyrios convinces the party to release her, and to take her into their custody until they could all safely escape the dangers of the forest. Unbeknownst to the party, their presence has been detected. The master of the house is aware of their presence. In a change of perspective, we next meet Raffenfell the Adored. He has been using the ruined tower in the Kingswood as a secret laboratory. Raffenfell has the spell ESP, which allows him to magically read the thoughts of others, even through stone and so he has learned what the party has done so far. He decides to leave them a nasty surprise, and then escape. To this end, he speaks to his angels, warning them that the time has come to defend against approaching demons. Meanwhile, the party has discovered Durman's humble living quarters. Umura finds Durman's spellbook concealed under his study desk. The party searches beyond the first room and finds a storage room with another trapdoor. After that, the party finds a root cellar, but there's a second set of stairs leading down from the root cellar and deeper into the earth, to a destroyed laboratory. They hear some disturbing sounds, and Soli seems especially anxious to move forward. The source of the noise turns out to be a trio of Raffenfell's angels, zombie like creatures who attack the party on sight. Soli falls in battle with the angels. Their maker has fled already, leaving no real clues as to his identity. The party spends the night in the dungeon, mourning the loss of their friend, and licking their wounds. The next day, the four survivors depart the underground laboratory, and using a rough map that Kagan found on one of the dead goblins, make their way out of the forest. The trek goes smoothly until they run into a group of giant rats. Aradine narrowly escapes the encounter with her life, but the party finally manages to reach the road. Following that road, they reach the outskirts of the township of Burke. The next day the party is summoned from their inn to speak with Marlock, the Sheriff of Burke, and Eredin is introduced under a false name to the surprise of both Kagan and Gyrios. Marlock explains that Burke's up-and-comer status is being threatened by recent goblin raids, and questions the party about their recent experiences. Kagan cuts a deal, trading the map he found for a tentative job as a guide. The rest of the party signs on as well. They're outfitted with some basic equipment, and Eridine comes clean about her criminal past to her companions. Later, the party returns to their inn, and runs into a man they are sure was from the laboratory. Later that evening, the party tries to get the jump on the man, but when Kagan breaks down the door to his room, he's long gone. Somehow, it seems, he knew they were coming. The next morning, the party joins the scouting expedition, led by the gruff Captain Tor. The expedition makes its way up the south road, and then follows the goblin map, moving west into the Kingswood, When they determine that they've reached the spot indicated on the goblin's map, they search the area. One of the men discovers the body of a giant wolf with its head missing. Well, that about brings us to the end of the briefest summary I could make of episodes 0 through 10. You can expect another similar summation of the story after the next 10 episodes have passed. As always, thank you so much for your time and for listening to this show. I'm thrilled to hear that so many of you have enjoyed it and look forward to the next installment. Thanks to everyone who's contributed and helped the show so far. John Lopez, Jake Hendricks, thank you so much for your voice acting. It adds so much to the drama. Special thanks goes to Christine Osterhoff for voicing almost every single female character in the show to date. Finally, I'd like to thank all the other podcasters who have supported me so much as I've launched this show. Jared at Ignorant Dreams of a Rookie DM, Abel Enzo of the Iron Realm, Ian at Roll to Save, Austin of the Ironbound Chest, the whole crew at Microphones and Monsters, and lastly Che Webster of Roleplay Rescue. Your support, encouragement, and guidance has been tremendously helpful. Thank you very much. I definitely encourage anyone who hasn't heard these shows to give them a try. If you'd like to get in touch to share your comments, criticisms, or ideas, please do. You can reach me at taleofthemanticore at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram and on Twitter at manticoretail. I look forward to the next 10 episodes, and I hope you do too. Until next time, let chaos roll.